Chanted Down Radio is coming to you live from the Hawaiian Islands, coming from the perspective of complete freedom, coming from wisdom outside the system, and then some. This is the mouthpiece of the natural earth forgotten. At this point in time, humanity's been kept from the truth, so Chanted Down Radio offers the coordinates to a path out. You're searching for something whole Cause what you see real life You're watching this world unfold The truth beneath the lies Rekindling what's been stole The need to free one's mind Uncover the truth exposed So people see the light Let's shut it down so we can know It's simple, we just break it down a little bit So we can process all Make the switch to elevate yourself to conscious mode And it's beneficial so we can get this concept rolling Get the future generators wanna stop the whole thing With the message demonstrated, we can start a post Taking in the simulating, getting lots of numbers Waking up the population, try to stop hypnosis Welcome to Chanted Down Radio. I'm your host, Loomis. ChanitDownRadio.com is the website. This is episode 129, Reclaim the Warrior. And this is part four of the Understanding Rebellion series that makes more sense. If you go to the website, series of shows page, scroll through, go to this series, listen through one to four, which is now, and it makes a little more sense. Um, it's been a while since I've been on the radio. It's not an intentional hiatus. But other things had to take precedence And it's not a job I get paid for It's what I can do when I do it And I don't want to give you a half-assed show It's either a whole show or no show at all So um, from here up to the end of 2019 I have maybe one guest scheduled But a bunch of solid solo shows I want to give you And I'm mostly focusing on getting a variety of important subjects out to you And trying to keep my word on the shows I promised in the New Year's show uh, But if you have subjects and or guests you want me to have on, feel free to write me at peoplebeyondthis at gmail.com. As far as today's show, this info that is stuff that many are afraid to talk about a bit, controversial even for this show in a way, mainly because people may not agree with my opinions today. People and activists of all types may have a different approach to what I'm talking about, but I'm just seeing, I'm just telling you what I'm seeing in the world, so stay tuned and I'll talk to you on the other side. Chin it down. When you look at the way things are going these days, for example, if you just turn on the news or any sort of media, I mean, just what's going on, whether it's you know mainstream or not, just seeing what is going on, it's overwhelming at every level. I mean, if, if you look at things just in recent time, uh, you can, you know, in the last year or so, and I don't like to date these shows, so you can actually listen to this show it, it, three years from now, and it really doesn't matter because the, the value of the information is still going to be there. But, um, you know, just like looking at, you know, whether it's uh, for, forest fires everywhere or lately Hurricane Dorian or, you know, the uh, shootings of, you know, these mass shootings everywhere or the climate change protests or earthquakes or on and on, you know, um, crazy financial predictions and you know you can just it just seems like at every level it's a, it, everything is sort of off the hook it's all gone insane and on one level you can blame the globalist elite for possibly 
all of that. I mean, they can create earthquakes, sure. And many of these shootings seem like an agenda, if not all of them, really, uh, which I'll get into a little more. Uh, and, of course, hurricanes and, and inclement weather can be man-made today with weather weapons and geoengineering. So, and, and this whole climate change um, protest, well, you can you know, clearly see that behind that is, is an agenda as well. And, and so, um, and even some of these fires and all this stuff. But, so you could say, it's all them. It's just them doing it, right? And I'm not saying that's not possible. It actually is. Uh, but then the next question is, why would they do all of this? Are they trying to make us think that the world is ending? And, you know, that's just a good question. Or is the world really ending as we know it? Or is it just happening? And those questions are perhaps another show. That's not really the direction I plan to go with this particular show, but just stuff to ponder and think about. Not that I have exactly the answers. Uh, another, another level of this, though, is maybe not all of this is just them. Maybe Earth and consciousness itself is transitioning, and that kind of seems like that could be a reality, you know? I, I know one thing, that the farther we get away from nature, the farther and more disconnected we get from it, the worse humanity gets. And we really need to remember that as the, uh, as was as Chief Seattle said, take a man away from nature, harden his heart. I mean, it's, it's um, yeah, it's, you know, very true. And it's it's got people, today's events have got people looking at end time prophecies, whether it's the, end, the last pages of the Bible, or, you know, looking at some of the predictions of the end uh, eras of the Hopi, or, you know, you can, you can really go in a lot of directions because it really is a lot of things happening. And the frog in the boiling pot of water is us, and we are just watching the boil slowly, yet we're just kind of existing. It's pretty crazy. Uh, so I've yet to come to conclusive evidence on this info here I'm going to show you, but because of botched and forged info to get you to believe in global government and everything like that, but you can see a massive spike if you look at timelines here of recorded events of things. You can see a massive spike in drought, floods, extreme weather, extreme temperature, landslides, wildfires, uh, volcanic activity, and earthquakes from the 1960s and basically up. It just, the graph goes, you know, up. And like I say, whether it or not is if this information is botched um, and definitely there's a good possibility, you know, but you can see that there is, uh, well, a lot, a rise in you know, those are just natural things, right? So, and then add to everything else that's going on. And never at one time has there been so much happening on on many levels, so it seems. I mean, World War One and World War Two, there was a lot happening, but not as much natural disasters and lone nuts shooting domestic populations and things like that going on. And, of course, we do have to keep in mind that never in known history have we been able to know what's going on everywhere on the planet at once, basically with just a click of a, a you know, a touch screen or a button. And also, everything is archived in, in much more detail because of technology. Yet, nowhere in time have people not reacted to things in extreme ways as the extreme events ar around them start overflowing, you know? It's like, 
you know, I, I really feel like people just are uh, sort of sitting back and letting everything happen. And you, you could, you could, you would think that these extreme times would call for extreme measures. You know, people would be flipping out like, well, you know, and yes, they sort of are, but not in the right ways. And, and I see it now. I, I see it um, coming to the fruition here of fluoride in the water and in your toothpaste of media mind control at such a sophisticated level the chemtrails uh bound to be giving us you know a definite change change in our our brain activity is with the many different programs that are going on and just the genetically modified foods and you know on and on all the things additives and msg it's all working well and not to mention people are phone zombies on their phones just in their little bubble and their domain and people are no more than ever stuck to the treadmill they're stuck to working and really trying to pay those bills so that has got people's minds, but I'm seeing it come into fruition now. All this is really taking effect. Because sometimes I go around in public and I listen to people's conversations and they're flat and boring about very little, you know. And yes, there is room for small talk in everyone's lives, but we have to be talking about the bigger things too. And I don't hear it, you know. I don't see it. And I, I meet a lot of people. I see a lot of people. And and from all over, I live in a tourist-based economy, so I see a lot of people from everywhere. I'm not hearing it. Yeah, they're on vacation, but still, I'm not hearing it. And I know that there's not much people can do about certain things, or, or so it seems. I mean, you can't really stop weather manipulation or natural events either way. But what we can do, I mean, what we really can do, and it's always been kind of the solution on this show, and really... A uh, bigger solution for in many people's talks is, I mean, for at least we could all stop working for a couple of days, not just a couple of days, but you know maybe a week. And if everyone just stopped and took a look at what we are doing, got informed, and we'd be getting somewhere. And then we'd stop participating in this. We'd stop holding this thing up. The world needs a big timeout. It really does. But I'm dreaming when I say that, and the reason is, people won't do it. And that's because people don't know how to do anything else. And so that creates this treadmill that we only know how to run on. What about history? When things got bad, did people stop and say, enough? And well, not usually. Um, I mean, there were there were rebellions, and I've talked about that on uh, other uh, shows such as uh, episode 110, the Poor People's Rebellion. I went over all the different poor people's rebellions in the in the world history that I could kind of, you know, keep track of, or uh, you know, and, and research as much as I could. And really, they're all kind of ending up the same, where um, it, the people's uh, missions get stopped by the minions of the empire basically, and that's the problem with people living under government. They've been empirically indoctrinated indoctrinated and allowed fear to dictate their actions, fear of being punished by empire. 
And I, I know there's a reason, but that's because the numbers have never been big enough. And this is what civilization does to people. It boxes them in. It conquers those who refuse to go their way. People in civilization never get it when we say civilization is violent. They, you know, they're like, huh? Well, I don't, I don't see any. Because you live in it. And that's because they were born in it. And But if you want to ask any native peoples that tried to fight it or are still fighting it or any simple dwellers that just want to be, they'll tell you otherwise because they don't want to belong to it. And therefore, that the system will destroy you because it's either their way or not at all. And so when talking about rebellion, when do we put up a real physical fight? And ideally, we don't want that. Um, uh, and and it, it's pretty plain to see that the consequences are that it would it could lead to many minds who are not balanced and going apeshit. And also it gives the powers that shouldn't be an excuse to do martial law. But the other side of the coin is the elite are completely freaked out when people put a real physical threat up. They are. They don't know what to do other than send their minions. But if it's an overwhelming threat, then people can make changes. In, in all of today's talk, I'm not promoting violence, but simply showing you that there is the possibility of force. Force in numbers, force in unison, and that is how things could be changed. I mean, look at the Maoris of New Zealand. The Maoris could not be defeated by the British thanks to their trench warfare. And you would think that the British, having sophisticated modern Western weaponry in their day, would you know could defeat anyone. And that's true. They did. They went everywhere. But they could actually not defeat the Maori. And they had, you know, the Maoris were warriors. They're crazy, crazy warriors. Still are, you know, still are, but, you know, in, in uh, practice only now. But, you know, and they had the Taiaha staff. And that's how the, the that's why New Zealand never really went, um, uh, never really totally was taken over. It, they, say, they signed the Treaty of Waitangi, Waitangi, I think it's called, and that's where the British and the Maoris kind of, you know, settled evenly. Not fairly, perf perfectly fair, but um, that's what happened, is they put up a fight in unison. Um, I, you know, more recent day would be, in France, the Yellow Vest movement. It was good. Uh, and it was pretty effective. You had a lot of people on the same page and it did put up a threat and it would be awesome on a worldwide level and that's maybe a pretty ideal situation or if you look at recently or right now even in Hong Kong you know there's they don't want to become part of the of mainland China they don't want to be that they don't you know they like their freedom and even though their freedom's really not real freedom in Hong Kong, it's a lot more than that that than what China wants to put in, and they are putting up a fight. I saw the um, people with masks on taking down a facial recognition camera, and so I mean, good, good for them. You know, I was I was cheering it on because I was like, you know, we don't need that shit, and yeah, and that goes for five G. If you don't want five G. 
you know, take it down physically. It's a direct assault on your life. And sometimes you have to look at it like that. That is a direct assault on your life. But I'm not saying that you, one person, should do it. Many people who don't want it in their community should fight it. And a lot of the times, unfortunately, you know, you can go to your, your, your city council meetings or whatever it be and try, but big money puts stuff in and nothing seems to stop this big money and big power. So sometimes it is up to people, especially if it's a direct assault on your life. It matters. The thing is, it, it may have to come to a physical rebellion, but the problem is the common ground that people fight for must be for freedom of the real root causes of our problems. It has to be that and nothing else. And I don't see that. So therefore, we will get some ridiculous violence, get martial law, and only regress any sort of movement into a positive thing. The common ground has to be established. And it can't be any sort of fight that's existing right now that you see, really. Because most of the fights that you see are worthless. Like the left versus the right here in America. The, the the liberals and the and the conservatives. I mean, that ain't that's not going to go anywhere, and that's not coming from root causes. It would have to be, you know, if people were to come together in mass and say, "Fuck this new world order, fuck this way of life. We want different. We want freedom. We then we." It has to be an educated movement. We need street smart warriors. Um, and left versus right, it has nothing to do with its origins. And people are, are fighting amongst each other over ideals that never used to separate people anyway. You know, So that's, unfortunately, if things got out of hand, that's probably where things would go, at least in America. And I'm pretty sure in a lot of the Western world nations, as this divisions of, 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 of things gets worse and worse. I mean, I like to look at this, the Bloods and the Crips from South Central L.A. Now, a little history here. The Crips, the Crips were, uh, you know, this, this is the origin of all this. It came from L.A. It did not come from anywhere else. Uh, I have distant family that lives in L.A., and I know some of this history. The Crips were founded by a badass street fighter named Raymond Washington, who was from South Central LA and unified people and he was influenced by the Black Panthers. It was supposed to be a way of getting everyone to survive the poverty as a group and he considered himself kind of like a modern day Robin Hood, helping the poor, um, not a perfect guy or by any means, but helping his brothers survive. And originally, it was to form a gang to protect everyone from crime. And it was to, you know, unify neighborhoods and, you know, kind of come together. So there was some positive, there was some positive things that actually came from the original ideal. Uh, no guns, no knives. And, uh, you know, this was not about that. And only fight when you had to. And this guy was a badass. He was like a Mike Tyson, you know, a street fighter. But he was, you know, only fight when you had to. That was what it, he went by. And it wasn't coming from someone, unfortunately, though. This wasn't coming from, like, 
someone who rised above the situation. So it ended up being a bunch of people who were imbalanced, not knowing the root causes of the problems and fighting the symptoms of a ruthless system. And that never gets anywhere. So the Crips, um, and originally, I think they were actually maybe, and it's, it's all urban legend stuff, maybe called the Cribs, like baby Cribs. Uh, but, um, and it's possible they were also called the Crips, as in like cripples, because people walk with a cane. You know, it was kind of a stylistic type of thing. But the, the Crips spread and link with the west side of the 110 highway in, in Los Angeles you have the east side which was a little bit poorer and a little bit worse and then you have the west side over the other side of the 110 they joined forces so the the crypts you know multiplied but when when Raymond Washington the founder went to jail the gang multiplied and and, and began causing crime and Everywhere, due to the increase of poverty, things just kind of escalated and got way out of control. So when, when Raymond Washington got out, things got had gotten way out of control. People had gotten firearms. Crack cocaine was being sold. I mean, it was a totally different thing than he even envisioned. So to battle the growing gang sets of Crips, that's when uh, the Bloods were born. But they did no better. The Bloods were, you know, like everybody coming together to stop the Crips. But then they just had a full... That's when it became a full-on war. It, and the Bloods just became like the Crips, exactly like them, but just wearing red instead of blue. And, and even Crips also were killing other Crips sets. And it wasn't just a, a war against these two colors. It actually was a little more... more uh, uh, complicated than that but uh now now the fight has nothing to do with it and i mean you know at that point in time doesn't has nothing to do with the origin and they they should have been targeting the root causes of their plight poverty uh who's supplying the drugs and the problem is also really civilization but that's that's some like humanity right now fighting for things that really don't matter that much forgetting what we want and fighting for less than that and just getting caught up in the little debates and i mean you know with today's bloods and crips in in la where it started but they're not they're not even about the same things unless they were born or they were or around in the 70s 80s and 90s for what happened there it it was a time and a place not a good one but you know today's uh blood and crip gangs uh, nothing to do with even that, you know? So, I mean, in the rest of the country, in the world, these gangs, they just became these gangs because they copied, and they have no connection to the origin. So you can see, you know, my point with this story is even the Crips started from something semi-well-intentioned. And so freedom has to be the root cause if you're talking about people, you know, coming together and, you know, trying to stop things. I mean, and how many people say that they're fighting for freedom but are, are only masquerading freedom? That's, that's why people have to chant it down before they even start. And most people are afraid of real freedom anyway. That's another problem. So, yeah, that's... So, so, so there we have, you know, a lot of the problems are that 
people aren't looking at root causes. And I recommend going back into my series of shows, um, which uh, is called True Awakenings. I have three or four talks in that category. I think about four, actually. And they're all real basic stuff. In fact, last talk I had, which was episode 128, so you don't believe in a global conspiracy, you should listen to that, especially if you're for a beginner to this information, really breaks it down. Uh, and the basics are important. So in order to get that information, you, you uh, really need to have the solid foundation of chaining down the system before any taking any action or thinking that you know anything because otherwise it just becomes a messy fight just like the Bloods and the Crips. Uh, so, so much pathetic activism out there. And I see it all the time. And it just, it actually makes me angry and it makes me laugh at the same time. And how can I say that? You probably think, because I've been part of it before. I mean, I've been part of protests for things before a little bit, you know, and I, I wised up pretty quick to know that that doesn't do shit. I mean... Look at this worldwide climate change protest. Uh, I mean, everybody's all upset about... I mean, there's some crazy accusations going on in, in these, these, these uh, protests. And I'm going to cover this particular subject in another episode fairly soon because it deserves its own light and we're going to really, you know, get into that another time. But, I mean, you know, that's not doing shit. You know, even... And, you know, if even global or climate change is actually, if what they're thinking is actually real, is really happening, we really need to get into that too. There needs to be a more balanced debate on this before, you know, these people are just, well, they're just idiots, basically, you know, that don't really know a whole lot. And there you go. And that's, there's a lot of worthless protests all over the place worthless protests, people that are all upset, they don't even know what they're upset about, half of them. Um, and I see it, you know, all the time. Whether it is something that's worth protesting about. I mean, of course you want a good earth to live on, and, you know, we can go on that tangent in another show, but it, it's, it's really important to have street smarts and awareness. I mean, look, protests, I mean, here, I can look no further than right here. Lately here in Hawaii, we've had this uh, telescope on on the Big Island where they want to put a 8-millimeter, uh, or I forget how many millimeters, this huge telescope. It's about eight stories high, and they want to put it on the Big Island's tallest mountain. Um, well, and it's sacred Hawaiian land, and so, well... There's already eight other structures up there, and sometimes I go, well, why now is everybody getting upset and joining together when it should have been done when the first structure went up there? But anyway, it is kind of what it is, and I, I understand that social media wasn't around as strong and for people to come together as it was in, you know, uh, is it's in these days, but still... Um, what I see, the majority of people, you know, and I'm always behind indigenous fights, I really am, and I support them, but there's not a lot of smarts here 
in a lot of ways because, for example, everybody's got these flags up, you know, the Hawaiian flag and the Hawaiian reinstated kingdom flag, and, you know, they're, you know, standing by the protest. Okay, but here on this island, you know, I, I, there's a motorcade recently, and they all went um, from one side of the island to the other, and they, um, you know, they, they uh, kind of stopped traffic, and everybody's waving their flags and, you know, driving on the freeway. It was like on a Sunday, so, you know, it's not like it really caused much. And so, I mean, what did that do? Nothing. You know, nothing at all. Why? Wow, they really stopped the progress. It's like, really? And and it was all, you know, uh, very legal. Uh, in fact, the news article said the event organizer, organizer has agreed to follow all traffic rules and regulations unless otherwise directed by the HPD. And they were finished by the time they said they would, and life went on. Nothing happened. Good try, I suppose. But if we really want something done... What do you really do, you know? You really need to think it needs to be taken further. Worthless protests. You see it all the time. You know, it doesn't have to be that, anything. But, you know, it didn't do anything. It didn't raise awareness, really. Everybody already knows about it. So the people that are wanting to get involved are involved. But why not go there and at least protest and at least maybe that's a little bit more effective. But again, a bunch of people standing there with flags is not going to do anything anyway. So again, that's where I see a lot of this um, this uh, pacified public um, coming into play here with possible of possibility of all the chemicals that we've been uh, induced by fluoride and all of the rest. You know, or, or I mean, uh, I have a friend that lives on the North Shore, and he's really pissed right now because they're putting up electric lines. Well, they're, they're moving the telephone poles on a two-lane highway. They're moving them over and redoing the, t- the, the lines, and it's causing a horrible traffic. They can only do it in the day because they don't have this overhead lighting. And why they're doing it, they're widening this area so they can bring these huge wind turbines, which are already um, got one town here on the island called Kahuku, they're all really upset about these wind turbines because what they're doing is they emit an ELF frequency and they and it actually causes insomnia and I'm sure it causes much worse as we know on this show when we talk about that kind of stuff um, you know with uh, technology you know it's on the down the line probably cancer they built already these wind turbines next too close to the community of Kahuku so now we have them bringing these even bigger ones up. And they, oh, big money is, you know, is at work here for wind farms that don't even really work because wind is intermittent. It's not a permanent source of power. This whole green thinking is just backed by huge money and it doesn't have, uh, uh, it doesn't really get to the root of anything. But Electric bills are also not going down, so who's really benefiting from this? So anyway, people are really stuck in traffic because it's it's like a one-lane contraflow. Traffic's just backed up in many directions. So my point in the story is, why, if enough people don't want it, the community of Kahuku 
and people getting, let's say, down the line cancer from these things at the worst case scenario, but not getting sleep and all that, and it's an eyesore anyway, people need to come together and they need to physically possibly stop these kind of things. Not just protest. They need to say, no, we don't want it. And if you put it up there, we'll burn it down. Really. I mean, it, if that's what it takes, because if there's no other way, then people have to really think in those terms. I'm not saying that's what they need to do, but it's pissed off enough people and it's for only a few people's interests. Electric bills aren't going down, so there you go. Or Area 51 recently. Um, millions of people are uh, going to storm Area 51. You know, uh, or so they say. You know, it was this thing and everybody's going to do it. And I was like, you know, when it first came out, I was like, yeah, you're going you're gonna to announce that you're going to do it and and it's going to happen like three months later, don't you think they're going to have their defenses up or maybe just clean up everything so you find nothing? Well, nothing even happened, you know. Millions of people could actually storm the gates and get what they want. Millions could actually do so. And, you know, you don't have to advertise it on social media. It should have been, uh, you know, a secret event and everybody storms it. And... Millions with a strong desire to really know what's going on with the UFOs and ETs need to do that with no warning. They need to just go in there and, you know, get it done. That's what should happen. And, you know, you know, on and on. I mean, what does thousands marching to the White House accomplish? Nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. That's because going to them demanding that they change is not going to do anything. That's why that's another thing that's flawed with today's people's thinking is that we're going to them and asking them to change this. We're not going outside the system and outside in a bigger picture to change things. Don't go to them at all. I mean, you know, there's no need for violent action, but if millions don't want something, then oftentimes, or millions want to do something, say Storm Area 51, then they will overwhelm whatever is there, you know? Um, the real-life violence we see in the mainstream media is mass shootings. And we're supposed to believe that these are just psychopaths and are even real events, you know? And these shootings, think about how many people are pissed off right now, just in regular life, right? Think about how many people are at their horrible jobs and are so ready to snap under corporate control, um, working twice as hard for the same amount of money, losing their their vacation time and, and all their benefits, and on and on it goes. Think about all those kind of people. Why don't you hear about people having a falling down moment like Michael, uh, what's his name in the movie Falling Down? You know, uh, why don't you hear about people have in those moments in their jobs, beating up their boss, going in and 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 shooting the place, I mean is pretty crazy, but you know, going after the chain of command, but you know you don't hear that, right? You don't. People don't just go up go in and shoot up innocent people for no reason. 
And, and when people get that crazy, it's because someone or something pushed them to that level. And usually those people are going to push back at that same someone or something to get their revenge, not shoot up a bunch of innocent people. You know, people don't generally do that. And, uh, you know, or a school or from a high rise at, at a concert in Vegas or a gay bar or anything like that. I mean, how is that even related? None of this is related to people's personal frustrations in daily life. And this is how I can tell that a lot of these shootings are not real because people don't just snap and kill a bunch of innocent people. Usually they go to that source. Um, nobody ever targets anything that matters. You know, if someone's crazy enough to mow down audiences of innocent people with a machine gun, why not point it at something useful that actually caused the frustration? I mean, if you're going to go out with a bang, I mean, might as well go and do something for the betterment of humanity. But, so, I'm not saying that all these shootings are fake and staged, but it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And, of course, there is the whole pharmaceutical uh, taking that has created a lot of serious psychopaths that are because of their medicine, okay? But also look at the timeline, though, with these shootings. I mean, it's not been happening like this for long. I mean, it really hasn't been since about the late 90s. And when you think of the same timeline with 9-11 involved and a lot of other events involved, it's all count, come in and it's about the same time, late 90s, 2000, and then up. It's just been crazy for the last 20 years. So it doesn't seem to me like any of it's hardly real. But that's not really what I'm talking about today. I'll, however, I think it's good to look at that. Most normal people wouldn't even think about shooting a bunch of innocent people because they have a conscience, and that's good. That's what you want. But at the same time, but we do have a pretty soft population today. And that, again, shows me that these things are fake, too, because most people are really soft. There is a point where this activism, this, this way of you know battling the system, has to be more. We can't just let things go there and, and, and sit back before it gets too late. And the problem is millions need to have heart and desire to change things. They really do. Only millions can make a difference. Millions stop participating in the system. And that's the way it should go. You know, it really shouldn't come have to come down to people, um, you know, doing any sort of act of violence. It should be just non-participation. That's where it should be. But at the same time, when I see all this worthless activism, I can see how if people were more inspired and more in unison and more enlightened in the situation... Things would get done and people would say, enough. I, I just don't see those numbers. Though. Millions I don't see. You know, 3 to 6% of the population fought in the American Revolutionary War. Depends on how you, where you get the data from. Some people say 3%. But, um, 3%, you know. So, we have to think smaller numbers and really thinking smaller numbers than we think can change things. I mean, if the food supply ran low, and if you had no more TV or alcohol, I'd say people would get miserable and revolt really quick. And that would change a lot of things. So does it have to be desperate times to get desperate measures? 
it seems like we're in desperate times right now, but people are still comfortable. So with this talk today, though, I'm reminding everyone that we, we the people who, who are just doing everyday life, hold this thing up. And I really like to always reiterate that, that we are allowing a lot of this stuff to happen, and we are participating in our slavery. Uh, I mean, but again, numbers of people on the same page saying no can do a lot of things. If you hated Star Wars and nobody went to see the next movie, and I might actually suggest that that, that at this point anyway, I mean, I, I'm really, you know, I didn't like the last one, and I don't really don't think that really they um, are too good at all anymore. But, you know, if nobody went to see this next Star Wars movie, they wouldn't make another one. We have that power. People forget what power they do have. Uh, this show is small, but I know from hearing from all of you that it makes at least, at the very least, an impact on your life a little bit. And that's just me doing a very small thing. Yet I'm influencing you enough that you may take bits from my shows and use it in your real life somewhere here and there, hopefully, right? How much more powerful would this show be if I had a team? Uh, professional marketing, professional sound equipment, maybe a co-host even. I mean, look what, say, three or four people can do, you know? They're afraid of us in numbers. That's why there is so much division. That's why... No one can get together and really, uh, you know, stand together on hardly anything. We just have to remember what we are fighting for. That's why fighting for Earth and preserving nature is such an important fight. We all need to live on this planet, and it's worth fighting for. Uh, and yes, they've hijacked that. And that's unfortunate because they've hijacked that. Now we have things like these climate change uh uh, marches and stuff like that, which seem like a good thing to get behind, but really nobody even knows what they're getting behind. They're getting behind movements that things that have been pushed through through the United Nations, the the uh, Club of Rome, um, and pretty much most of the whole green movement has been taken out and uh, by taken over. I mean by these these uh, types of thinking you know, to think green and to, you know, but there is a real earth that is being taken over in the wrong way, and we all need to live on this planet, so it is good to, you know, fight for preserving nature and keeping the places that we love from becoming, you know, developed and destroyed. Um, unfortunately, again, you know, if you look at the project 2030 on in United Nations really read it like I said in the last episode and all that kind of stuff this stuff's been totally hijacked unfortunately and though I've come to realize that until we the people we free the people from empire minded influences and human slavery until that time we won't have people respecting the earth till we have people that respect themselves we won't have people respecting the planet until we have people that respect themselves and understand that, you know, this is what we live on and we need to take care of it. And not to say we shouldn't be, uh, you know, fighting for it, but 
I mean, we should protect the land from development and sacred, sacred areas to us. We, we don't need large amount of landowners and private property everywhere. We need land to be freed for everybody to enjoy, you know. We don't need lots of property. People just need some space, but we don't need large landowners, you know. And, yeah, we need to be stopping environmental pollutions of all sorts and things like that. But it's it's ridiculous what has, things have be, become and hijacked by these organizations. I mean, look at the whole plastic straw movement. What about the, the, the cup and the lid that I see littered somewhere, yet a plastic straw? That's all we, you know, why not, why isn't everything else... Um, you know, biodegradable too. But then at the same time, I mean, these these paper straws, you know, they suck. <laughs> That's no pun intended, but they do. Because you got um, the these soggy cardboard, this soggy piece of cardboard after you've drinking your smoothie or whatever, and it's disgusting. So, you know, again, more incomplete actions that don't mean much at the end of the day. They don't. And, you know, back to my thoughts again about fluoride really taking effect, chemtrails and, and GMO uh, uh, foods and things like that. Or, or is it all these devices? I mean, or look at it, at it also the, this, like this. Um, you hear the words lately a lot. You hear toxic masculinity. And, well, there is such a thing as man abusing his physicality on women. I mean, for sure, definitely rape, uh, physical abuse, and and things like that. That is toxic masculinity, and that sucks, and that's men abusing that. But look at what they say, uh, you know, about things like, actually, uh, the new Rambo movie. That's a great example. Rambo, Last Blood, that just came out recently. I mean, people are, are giving it low ratings because they're saying it's toxic masculinity. Well, wait a minute. It's Rambo. What the fuck do you expect? Rambo movies are like that. They're not toxic masculinity. He's usually fighting something that that is unjust, and he's, you know... And, yeah, there's not much of character development. There's not much of a plot. It's very simple. Sure, there's, there's better movies to watch out there than Rambo, but um, it's a Rambo movie. I mean, what else do you think it is? And it's not toxic masculinity. And so, I mean, uh, they are trying to squelch out the warrior. That's what they're trying to do with this. They're not trying to stop, uh, you know, the real abuses of to- of toxic masculinity, of rape and abuse and stuff like that. They- they're trying to just squelch out the man who is the person who can put a stop to a lot of this physically. And so men are just by biologically very physical, and if they can put a stop to that, then they can really stop really any resistance. I could do a, a show just on that, but uh, do you want to hear where they funnel masculinity? Well, check this out. Yeah, that's people watching football, and that's what they've done with a lot of the, the Native Hawaiian community 
is they funneled that energy, the, well, what Hawaiians were warriors, big warriors, and they funneled that energy into football, which goes nowhere. And, you know, you can like football. I mean, you know, it's whatever. You, you have fun with it, enjoy it. But in the case of this, this is where all this energy and thoughts being wrapped up in, and the Hawaiians were and still are very physical, big people, um, were at one time very big. Uh, average Hawaiian male was 6'5 to 7 foot back in the day, and big in thickness too, and just strong, big people. And so that's where they've taken that. But um, that's just an example of what they've done. So today, though, is, is really bad these days and we don't have the intestinal fortitude or courage of people even in the 70s 80s and 90s i mean uh looking at crime I mean, crime is overall down at least in america compared to those times you know with my example the the bloods and the crips in los angeles now compared to um all of the uh militant warfare of the 1980s you know it, it's nothing like that and not that any of that was good, but people were less afraid. And that's what I'm getting to. People were less afraid to break the rules, break the law, and willing to take more risks in those times. And, you know, when I grew up, kids were rough. We fought. We beat each other up. You don't even hear that hardly anymore. Not that that's good. I mean, that just means, you know, people were, you know, again, that's people off-center. You have to look at you know, civilization as a whole, you know, it's all fucked up. We're all messed up people uh, in many different time zones. You know, none of it's ever been perfect. And if we were, you know, not removed from nature and uh, more centered beings, that wouldn't happen either. But what I'm saying is this physicality, this, this um, you know, it, it's gone. And is, is it the soy and the foods demasculating the male energy or is the lining in the cans? I mean, but you know, besides that it's being discouraged to be masculine these days, uh, you know, but seriously, it, it is. So nobody is even taking cracks against the establishment anymore. And I talked about this in the last episode in this series uh, with the um, examples used uh, in that one was uh, the George Jackson Brigade. I talked about that. Or no, that was actually... Uh, not the very last episode in this series, but um, the Poor People's Rebellion. Again, that's another sign, though, that these these shooters are either mind-controlled Nigerian candidate types or, or faked or done by military, perhaps foreign military. Then they make a patsy, and, you know, that seems to be a lot of the time. Because I just don't see that happening in... Uh, the society with men these days, you know, it's all been channeled into other things. We're not seeing, uh, uh, you know, a real, uh, you know, uh, force being put up, not many rules being broken, except these, you know, these, these shootings, which seem to be agenda based and fake to me, at least a lot of them. I just don't see the population uprising besides this left, right, left versus right scenario, which they are driving through the media uh, all the time, and looks like it's pyramiding or up to something, and so activism may need to get more aggressive, but mainly more tactful, is and and it needs to be more street smart, 
one thing about people who know the truth is they got here by becoming more conscious. And conscious people are also not quick to anger or violence because they've kind of mastered that a little more and are, um, you know, usually pretty mellow people to the most for the for the most part, uh, because they came through here by becoming more conscious, and that's why it's so important to understand natural law, because natural law is universal law, whatever you want to call it is is in place when you know that that is there then you should not break it because you know right from wrong but the rules of man they are just rules that need to be broken and need to quit being and people need to quit being afraid of these these lesser rules that are not connected to natural law they're just stuff being put there because of mainly our uh uh our our uh, control and and trying to put people in these kind of situations, minuscule nitpicky nitpicky laws that don't have anything to do with righteousness. That kind of stuff we need to be standing up. And anger, anger is fine. Anger is, um, you know, in the right context, it has its purpose. I mean, if you're getting, if you are getting being violated you have the full right to this component of your tool set to be angry. You need to be angry at the right things. And that requires knowing what the right things are. It requires reading and research and getting to the core issues at hand here and really knowing right from wrong, not falling for the crowd mentality. You know, that's another thing. The crowd is almost, in always cases, wrong. And don't live angry. It's good to be angry at what what uh, is unrighteous, and it's good to use it as a tool. But come home, uh, get in a good zone, and leave it at the door. One of one of the solutions I can honestly bring out of this talk today is we need to start speaking up more. Detach your filter. Put up with less. Break more rules without getting caught. That that are stupid rules so people can understand that you are a free being and hopefully more people will emulate that and realize that we don't really have to put up with this and a lot of these things that that need to be really really uh you know fleshed out and really talked about and that are that are these stupid rules and and yeah don't get caught don't do stupid things don't go aggressive out out there in the world and get caught thrown in jail you know, you, you have to do things within reason, and you really have to weigh out, you know, you know, some fights aren't worth fighting for if you're going to be in prison, but, you know, if it's, sometimes, maybe it's ninja missions you have to do, you know, and use your imagination with that, but right now, we have to battle censorship, we have to battle all this, these little nitpicky rules that are, are there to squelch out our God-given rights of freedom, and that's what I'm trying to do. It's, it's always been the, the best intention for anyone genuine in activism, whether it be battling the establishment, exposing the New World Order, or any sort of frontline fight, to get more people to understand and want to join the cause of taking our lives back and chasing freedom. You know, it's always been the best intention for us to get more people to think in the same way, not to copy somebody else, 
not to join a cult, not to join a movement even, but to join in together to want to have a life that you want to live because this planet has so many opportunities to live a good life. We don't have to live under especially this closing hand of control. And, you know, and, and uh, most people don't know the truth on planet Earth. So that has to be established first. And that's why I don't see millions uprising for the right causes. That's why we have to start battling it from our corner. And more people need to bring out, too, these hot button issues that nobody can debate and start bringing the truth. We need to really start speaking up about those things and really having the facts behind us. So you don't want to leave your house without the proper facts before you get involved in exposing these hot button issues that need exposing and bringing the real truth, you know, you want to be able to bring facts and be able to bring the argument to really make the other person that doesn't have the truth look like they really don't know what they're talking about because they don't. Speak out and break out and take actions that can ripple truth. And so we have to. This is what we have to do. If nobody does it, the walls will only close in on us more and more. And that's what we're trying to fight against here, you know? And sure, uh, I'm in a minority here. A lot of people aren't thinking this way. But it's it's the way that we need to go as far as it being, being uh, you know, true humans that are fighting for our lives to live the best life we can. It's all that it is. And there's been a lot of lies peddled and people have to peddle through bullshit. Now, ultimately today's talk, basically I'm just saying that, you know, there's a lot of worthless things to get behind out there. We need to get behind the truth and people in numbers with the, backed by the truth, backed by natural law, backed by God's will or whatever you want to call it goes somewhere and you know people that are are willing to you know come together uh and and ignore the rest of their differences and realize that you know what we're up against is really that we're all holding this thing up so you know that's the the latest talk in this uh understanding rebellion just really understanding and looking at all these 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 worthless protests and worthless uh, uprisings that don't seem to go anywhere because they're not going to. And it's not going to go anywhere by violent revolution, but a physical fight may end up being something that can't, has to happen. For some, in some certain circumstances, it, it is true. Yes, it's not what you want, you know, but at certain times... We do have to take a look at it and at least entertain it. Don't necessarily, you know, go do it. And, you know, and we have to know that, you know, we're meant to be peaceful human beings. But we also are meant to stand up for righteousness. So, chant it down, guys. Uh, thanks for listening to this talk. And I hope it's, uh, um, you know, opened you up to some awareness a little bit and just brought you into a better uh, mindset about things. Uh, and... Uh, more episodes to come. Chant it down, guys. Be
be a warrior, not a warrior. And that's really what I always say on this show. But really be a warrior. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid because of everything. You know, uh, you kind of have to have an outlaw attitude, sort of. Just one that really has the rough side still that is not afraid to break the rules. Because uh, these aren't rules that are built off righteousness. And this talk today here is not to get you to act out of aggression. If anything that I've told you on this show, planet Earth needs a consciousness change not emotional reactions, and that means if it's a consciousness change, you'll be coming from a higher level and giving people uh, a better way to look at it, a more wholesome, holistic way to look at all this. But what I'm saying today in this talk, in this study of rebellion, is that large numbers get things done. And if any message from this talk today is to know that we have the power, we hold this thing up. So get educated on what's really going on, because that's your foundation. Once you know what's really going on, going on and what you really learn and put those hours in of trying to figure out what's going on then you have something to build up off and then you get organized and then you can kind of see where things need to go but consciousness change is always number one but we gotta you know not uh we learn from the pathetic uh lack of of uh aggression these days because people are soft and we don't have to be that way so you know it's always important to have that side the uh strong side the warrior side chant it down